Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Herbert Marshall as the man called X. Wherever there is mystery, intrigue, romance, in all the strange and dangerous places of the world, there you will find The Man Called X. It began near the island of Xenophon, off the coast of Greece in the Aegean Sea. It began when a giant transport plane came plunging helplessly down from the clouds to the sparkling green waters below. After the ship that came caused another. It was then that a grey-haired, simply dressed woman paid a visit to the chief and me in the offices of the bureau, high up above the teeming streets of New York City. Now, just why did you come here to the bureau, Mrs. Masters? You see, it was because of my son, Arede. He lives in Athena in Greece, where I come from. Your son is a reader's master? Yes, yes, a doctor. Sure. Chief, you remember Dr. Masters, one of the greatest research men in the world. Worked with us during the war on battle fatigue, war neuroses. Oh, sure, Jan, of course. Come to think of it, I saw his name in the papers just a month or two ago, didn't I? Yeah. He's doing some advanced work on cancer research in Athens. On the track of something, too, according to the article. Yes. My son wrote me letters, telling me about some medicines, miracle workers, as he called them. The names I have here. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. What are they, Ken? Radioactive isotopes, Keith. Isotopes? Miracle workers of science is right. They've been using the traces to determine the cause of certain diseases. Keith? Radioactive isotopes might hold the clue to curing any number of diseases. Tuberculosis, cancer. Apparently, Dr. Mastos is going to use them in his cancer research. No. No, Arides will never use them. Oh? You see, my son is dead. Oh, I'm sorry. He was shot to death. Shot? Then that's why you came to us. You want us to find his killer? No. No, I do not believe in revenge. What is done is done. My son is gone. But his work must live on. And yesterday, I did another letter from a friend in Athens. This thing my son wants has never arrived. I see. Go on, please. So I go to the company today. What company, Mrs. Master? Uh, the Fedor Mercantile Company. They're doing Mercantile, then? Uh, they are the ones who have to send this 
sent you out into my soul. But the man will not help me. You will tell me nothing. Only to come here for the government to assist me. You will help. Please. You will see that my son's work can continue. I promise you this, Mrs. Mastos. Everything your government can possibly do to help is going to be done. Oh, that's good. I will go home now. You know, I'm very proud of my son, of his work. Almost as proud as I am of my country. Well, what do you think, Chief? Ken, the Bureau's already got a report on those missing isotopes. Huh? Sure. A hundred units were shipped to Athens 60 days ago. They were lost overboard while being transferred to another ship near the island of Xenophon. Xenophon, that's all that lies behind. It's an unfortunate accident. I wonder. Hmm? Chief, what do you think a hundred units of isotopes would bring on an international black market, say in Eastern Europe? Oh, probably a couple of million dollars. Ken. Chief, I'm paying a visit to the Sador Mercantile Company. <laughs> Sagan, what are you doing here at the Sador Mercantile Company? Nowhere. Oh, oh. you mean here? Why, I'm the vice president and general manager in charge of mercantiles and things. So you're the one who sent Mrs. Master to see me. Of course, I didn't know what she was talking about. Besides, I wanted you to find out about, about my salary. <laughs> that big fat man hasn't been back since. What big fat man? The one who hired me three days ago. He hasn't been back since. And the joint is clean as a fiddle. No papers, no supplies, no nothing. I think I got a fast brush-up somewhere. Yeah. Were there any phone calls, any, any mail? Telephone is unconnected, and the only thing in the mail was this. I uh, opened it accidentally. Oh, you're sure. Mm-hmm. Dagon, this is a shipping invoice. Three days ago, 50 units of radioactive isotopes were shipped Air Express via Rome to a Dr. Mitter. Of Athens General Hospital. What does this mean? It could mean that the Sador outfit muscled in on three million dollars worth of isotopes, and they're going to shoot them into Eastern Europe. But, but, but. That's right, sir, young. They flew the coop after this last shipment and left you holding a bag. Oh, Mr. Sasson, then I'm working for crooks and not even getting paid on salary. Oh, I feel sick. Yeah, so do I. And I'm going to see a doctor. Hmm? What doctor? Dr. Mitter at the General Hospital in Athens. Dr. Mitter will see you now, Mr. Sir. Oh, thanks, ma'am. Well. You seem surprised, Mr. Sesson. I am. I didn't expect Dr. Mitter to be so feminine. Someone should have told you that the name is Eleanor Mitter. 
Well, just sit down. Right. You wish to speak with me concerning radioactive isotopes and our interest in them here at the Athens General Hospital. That's right. What can you tell me about them? We had a great man working at this hospital, Mr. Fiston. Dr. Aridas Masters. I know. Do you also know that he was very close to determining the cause and the possible cure for cancer? So he applied for radioactive isotopes under the ECA grants to Greece. He did. And the hospital contracted with the Fedor Mercantile Company to send the isotopes from the United States to Athens. A hundred units of them? Yes. It's a pretty large order for one hospital to handle, isn't it? Cancer is a pretty large order for humanity to handle, Mr. Piston. What happened to him? The first shipment was lost at sea. Wasn't another 50 units shipped by Air Express a few days ago? It was. But the plane crashed off the island of Xenophon two days ago. Hmm. Xenophon? That was the scene of the first loss, too, wasn't it? It was. Coincidence? What else could it be? They were both accidents. Yeah. What about Dr. Masters' death, Dr. Miller? Was that, a, was that an accident, too? Dr. Masters was murdered, Mr. Thurston, while resisting a bandit who was attempting to rob him. You're sure that's what it was? I am not interested in theories about murder. Only in carrying on Dr. Masters' research, if I am able. Could you persuade your government to ship us still additional units of isotopes? Asking us to stretch our generosity a bit, isn't it? We have no place else to turn. There's always the black market, Doctor. Mr. Thurston, there is no black market in radioactive isotopes. Yeah. Oh, well. Thanks for the information, Dr. Miller. I'll see if I can do anything for you. Bye, Doctor. Goodbye, Mr. Thurston. And thank you. Barter 2573, please. Mm. Hello, this is Dr. Miller. Uh, Mr. Ken Thurston was just here. He might possibly be taking the steamer to Xenophon. And it is also possible that Mr. Thurston is a man called X. How long do we have to travel in this cattle boat? <laughs> Already my stomach is telling my nose to move away. Cheer up, Pega. We'll be in Xenophon in 24 hours. Well, it should be our cabin. Yeah. Hello? Hello, you, you must be Colonel Creighton. And if I am? The passenger agent tells us we'll be sharing this cabin. The ship's pretty crowded. And... Yes, yes. I've already been informed of these miserable arrangements. The very idea of a member of the King's personal guard being forced to share his quarters with strangers. We're not complaining, Colonel. Why should you? Just bear in mind, please, that this enforced proximity does not entitle you to any social amenities. Now, if you'll excuse me, I shall leave for dinner. I trust the cabin shall be in an orderly condition upon my return. What well, oh, yes. What a stiff shirt. Am I going to tell him a couple of things or two? Yes, sure. Let's put our bags away, Peg, on those. Yep, come here. Well, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Your pardon for this intrusion. My name is Demetro Sador. I came here as a friend to warn you. There is someone aboard this ship, sir, who intends to take your life. What makes you think so? My sources must remain a secret, sir. However, this much I can tell you. 
There is no one named Colonel Creighton connected with His Majesty's guard. Huh. At the moment, the Colonel is dining with a last-minute passenger, the lovely Dr. Eleanor Mitter of Athens. <laughs> there you have it, sir. My gesture uh, of friendship. Part of this rail, Doctor Miller. The deck is free to all passengers, Mister Preston. Oh, thank you. It is only out here this hour of night, isn't it? That's why I chose it. I prefer quiet and solitude on the nights before I operate. Operate. That is why I am traveling to Xenophon. The pilot of the plane carrying the isotope had his skull fractured in the crash. Hmm. Funny thing about that crash, Doctor. Oh? Yeah, I checked on it. The weather was calm and clear. Too bad if the pilot died during the operation and couldn't tell how it happened. There are other things more dangerous to human life than a scalpel in the hands of a trained surgeon, Mr. Thurston. Now, if you will excuse me, I think I'll retire. Good night. Good night, Doctor. Hmm. Mr. Thurston, Mr. Thurston, we're going to be killed, murdered, even dying. Whoa, well, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, Hagel. Who's going to commit all this mayhem? The phony Colonel Creighton. That's I, I saw him in the cabin just, just out cleaning the cannon. Anyway, caliber 88 is automatic. He's going to kill us. Whoa. Yeah. Down the door. All right, Hagel. Dig your nose up out of that deck. Whoever it was is drawn in the shadows. Whoever it was, huh? Yeah. Who else could it be but that no-good colonel? Dr. Mitter left in the direction of those shots. Hmm? Look over there now. What do you see? That doctor? Nothing but a big shadow. That's, uh... It's a person. It's moving. Come toward us. Pleasant journey, this one to Zetaphon. Is it Dr. Thurston? <laughs> a very pleasant journey, indeed. I never can quite figure out why it is that the man called X, Ken Thurston, uh, an American detective, has such a delightful British accent. But they do have him say, yeah, every now and then, so you know he's supposed to be an American character. We'll return to The Man Called X with Herbert Marshall in just a moment. Now, back to The Man Called X. Mr. Thurston, why don't we get off this floating cattle car? Dr. Mitter sneaks ashore. Special priority. He's got an operation coming up. Huh. Maybe if I play sick, too, we can... Look, look how somebody's jumping on us. Relax, that's nothing but the shadow of the cargo men swinging overhead. Imagine that. But why do they have to keep swinging that thing over our heads all the time? Couldn't they... Oh, my dear person, viewing the harbor, I see. That's right, Pedro. I was wondering where that plane of yours crashed. Oh, yes, it's unfortunate accident. Uh, notice that mooring buoy in the bay? The ship anchored nearby? That marks the spot. Hmm. Looks like that boat has diving tackle rigged on it. <laughs> your eyes are as keen as your brain, sir. Yes, that is a sponge diving boat. One of my fleet Oh, so you're in the sponge business, too, eh? Quite right, sir. I find it a dull venture, but uh, quite 
profitable? As profitable as handling radioactive isotopes on the Eastern European market? <laughs> you joke, of course, sir. No, no, I do not think the sponge business would be as profitable. But perhaps far less dangerous. <laughs> that is my answer, sir. A good one, is it not? <laughs> yes, a very good one, indeed. <laughs> What's the good about it? He didn't answer nothing. That's why it's good, Kagan. Huh? Well, anyways, with him and Dr. Mitter out of our way, we got nothing to worry about. Hey, Mr. Bates, the cargo has stepped right over us. Hey, look! Jump, Kagan, the next hey. thing. Jump and jump! Great, right where we're standing. Tons of them. Yeah. It's not far. Flatter than Flatter, yes, even Flatter. Hmm. What an accident. I wonder if Colonel Creighton had caught it that. Huh? Colonel Creighton? What's he got to do with it? I don't know, but he's standing over there, beside the donkey engine. Beside the... With the person. That engine? Yeah. It handles the cargo net that's filled over our heads. Uh... American goods, you know, cigarettes, money, anything. Mm-hmm. They'll meet me back here at the hotel. You think I'll be abandoned? <laughs> but what are, you, what are you going to do? Check on an operation. Huh? I want to see how dangerous a scalpel in the hands of Eleanor Miller can really be. Oh, Ken. You've come to the hospital to check up on me. Not quite, Eleanor. I want to talk to your patient, that pilot, about accidents to cargoes of isotopes. That is, if he's still alive. You talk like a fool. Do you think he deliberately fractured his skull in such an accident, merely to make it look legitimate? No, I think the fractured skull was the only accidental thing about that plane crash. I see. And I suppose an unsuccessful operation would mean I deliberately let him die in order to seal his lips. Did he die, Eleanor? The operation was successful. Come. I will take you to see him. I hope this will end these suspicions you have, Ken. This is his room. Kind of drafty, isn't it? Oh, that stupid nurse left the window open. She knows the patient is vulnerable to pneumonia. Don't stone or don't bother him. He's not vulnerable to anything. What? He's dead. Ken. It must have been post-operative shock. Or an embolism. Yes. All that knife sticking out of his chest. Mm, now, let me see. Mr. X gave me 200 clams. Uh, I spent only 100. Mm-hmm. If I give him back 30, that makes a profit of 70 bucks. And not bad, not bad. Hmm. Maybe I better figure out again. See, I don't keep myself. He gave me 200 simonians. Good evening, Mrs. L. Smith. Oh. Oh, hello, Colonel Creighton. Nice night, isn't it? Now, let's see. 200 clams. Uh, that's right. Colonel Creighton. Your identification is correct, L. Smith, despite the darkness of this side street. Have you noticed no one else is around? Yes, well. <laughs> well, nice seeing you, Colonel. Drop around again, Sir Fandyke. But night. Be careful with that knife. I sheathed one already today. I'm going to ask you one question, Sir Smith. If you wish to live, you will answer it correctly. 
Who is Ken Thurston? Oh, is that all? Well, that's a thing. He's the... No, 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 I can't. Answer the Smith, who is he? That's nice. My throat. Who is Ken Thurston? He is... He is... Oh, forgive me, Mr. Thurston. He is the man code back. I expected you to call. Yes, we've got something to talk over. Perhaps we have, sir. Perhaps we have. What uh, subject did you have in mind? Radioactive isotopes. <laughs> By God, sir, I admire you. Straight to the point. No beating around the bush for you, eh? Well, what for? We both know you were behind those accidents. Why not admit it? Why not, sir? Why not indeed? The airplane pilot is dead. There's no witnesses here. I don't mind speaking frankly. Good. Then tell me if I've got the record straight. <laughs> Certainly, sir. You had a two-way purpose behind those accidents, Sado. Breeding the ECA funds to Greece of some $3 million and seeing that those isotopes ended up in the country you're working for. <laughs> I said you were a brilliant man, sir. Your deductions are quite sound. Unfortunately, I've succeeded only partially. Both shipments were lost at sea. I found it impossible to recover them. Ah. So you see, we both lost. I have no isotope. You have no proof of crime. Our little contest ends in a draw. Okay, said all that's that. Looks like I go back to Athens. And I, sir, return to my fun diving business. By the way, if you're not familiar with the process, why not drop around tomorrow? I'll take you aboard one of my boats. You might find it interesting. Maybe I'll take you up on that, Sador. Good night. Good night, sir. Good night. <laughs> well, my dear, did you hear it all? You always were a talkative fool, Demetro. Why did you mention the diving? <laughs> my dear Eleanor. Please, me, to be apparently frank, yet tell him nothing. Now, he will leave yet a and we shall have nothing further to worry about. You mean I shall have nothing further to worry about? Huh? Does that mean I have? <laughs> Don't be foolish, my dear. What could it possibly be? Just this, Demetra. Just this. Aren't we, Mr. Thurston? I see. The diving rig phone is working. 
Mr. Smith, he's got a gun. You, Mr. Smith. My hand is over the transmitter. He cannot hear you. Nor could he hear the sound of Oh, move Stop. backward quickly and stay there. Ken? Ken, do you hear me? Eleanor, what are you doing aboard? I followed you from your hotel, Ken. I have important news. Oh? You were right. Those accidents to the isotopes were planned. The Beethoven Stato was behind it. He... Uh, but if you are diving out here, you know his plan. Yeah, that's right, Eleanor. He had his agent dump the isotopes into the ocean to make the accidents look legitimate. Then he'd recover them with his sponge divers. As you are trying to do now. The isotopes are right below the boat, Eleanor. A diver can get to them in the morning. So my work's almost over for the night. I'll stay on to pull in the line for you. First, darling, I think you should know something. The Metro Fedor has a partner. I was working with him. Where are you, Eleanor? But now that Fedor is dead, all the profits will be mine. Yes, darling, I disposed of him. As I did with the pilot. And as I am going to do with you. Pretty confident, aren't you? Why shouldn't I be? You'll find it rather difficult to breathe down there with your air supply gone. Too bad it had to end this way, darling, but... Goodbye. Just a minute. The air pump, it stopped. Mr. Thurston. Yes, sir, Smith. And now it is your turn. Mr. Thurston, how? Oh, you fool. He cannot help you now. He's got... You... Take our gun, Colonel. With pleasure. Let me have it, Doctor. All right, Thurston. You're alive. And, and Colonel Creighton. Of the Athenian Secret Intelligence. Sure. You made a mistake with seeing the telephone wire going into the cabin. Oh. No, no, Fagon. Colonel Mistake was trading in her position's oath for a handful of money. She's going to pay for that mistake now. Yeah. So will all those who trade in the same kind of coin. Someone said it long ago, much better than I. Remember? What is a man profited if he will gain the whole world and lose his soul? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.